0: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Begin Again. Thanks for joining for another week. Um, I hope that you have heard the first three episodes. If you haven't, if this is your first time joining us, first of all, welcome. Uh, and go back and listen to the conversations from the first three episodes. We had conversations with um, a woman named Kim Grant, who is currently uh, training to be a street chaplain and working with Open Table. An organization in Nashville reaching out to restore dignity and humanity to the homeless population in the city. Uh, our second episode with Mike Walker was all about chasing your dreams. Mike is an entrepreneur and he is in the business of starting things. And that was a really great episode if you're looking for a little bit of motivation or maybe a lot of motivation. If there's something that you want to do with your life and you're, you're uncertain or hesitant That conversation with Mike was a really good one. Um, Lots of useful information, really practical tips if you're a writer or a speaker and you want to start something. Um, That conversation with Walker was super helpful and um, kicked me in the ass, so I hope it would do the same for you. Um... The third episode was with a friend of mine, a very dear friend of mine. His name is Dan Oftjenik, and he is—he's um, in tech in the tech world now as a scrum master. And essentially, what he does is create spaces for really, really smart people to do really, really important work. And we realized in that conversation, or he—he he has known, I'm sure, his whole life, but he fleshed out for us that. That is a skill set that's been with him ever since he was a kid growing up um, in a family with some trauma and addiction and loss and him walking us through his story of how he became who he is and what the trauma that he has overcome has done to shape him was was really beautiful. It's definitely a story of resilience. And that's what we're all about here at Begin Again. We're about resilience and adventure and finding your way. Uh, I started this show, this project, because I have been having so many conversations with people who feel stuck, or, or maybe if they don't feel stuck, they feel like their wheels are spinning a little. You know, you've had this feeling where you've got a really great idea or maybe you're just incredibly uh, um, uncomfortable where you are because you know it's time to move on, whether that's a job or a relationship or uh, just your own patterns and knowing that it's time to do the work on yourself to get out of those patterns of thinking and stuff that are self-limiting and we will get into that. But anyways, I was having all of these conversations with people who were feeling stuck, who were feeling like they were ready for an adventure or they needed something in their life to change. And then I also knew, I also know all of these people who are doing incredible things with their lives, who who are taking risks and who are doing meaningful and important work. And I know so many people who have overcome trauma and made something really important out of their lives And so I thought, hey, if I could get these conversations with really resilient, adventurous people, if I could get those conversations to these people who feel stuck, then maybe that will help them get themselves unstuck. Because I don't know about you, but in my own life, I have had to be reminded over and over and over again of what I'm capable of and what I have permission to do. I listen to podcasts all the time that help me do my interior work, that help me clear out the clutter from my mind and my heart and my soul so that I can constantly be in a place of evaluation. Um, Not from like, not from like an anxious, am I doing the right thing perspective, but, but from a really intentional place. Like, am I, am I, doing something meaningful with my life right now? Am I, am I stuck in old patterns? Am I repeating the same mistakes over and over again? What am I doing to make sure that I'm, I'm more effective and compassionate and, and, adventurous and resilient now than I was last week, last year, last month. And I listen to podcasts all the time and, and read books and watch shows, movies and shows, even everything that I consume lately, uh, is patterned around making sure that, that I'm making myself the best I can be, you know? And so this project begin again, naturally came out of that space. I, Sold the yoga studio that my family and I opened about five years ago because I knew it was time, and and I've spent a lot of energy over the last few years learning how to end things well, how to leave things well. Um I I've learned how to do that by really screwing it up. I'll be honest. I have I have noticed a pattern in my own life that I I do not always end things or leave things well. Um, and so I've been practicing when I know that it's time for something in my life to end, to, to do that a little bit more gracefully, <laughs> a little bit more compassionately every time. And, and I knew, my family and I, we we have known for a few months that it was time for us to let go of this yoga studio, this community that we started, that we believed in. We poured money and countless hours and tears and laughter and heartache and such incredible joy poured into this place and and also given to us by the people in this place. And it wasn't that anything was wrong, and it wasn't that uh, anything happened, you know. We had a lot of transitions there. But I can honestly say, I, can, I mean, this is the truth, I would tell you if it weren't, or I wouldn't say anything if it weren't, we managed to grow that community. The community came around us and grew with no drama and no fighting and no conflict, really. I mean, the occasional thing here and there, but what an incredibly healthy space we were honored to be part of. And and there was no reason for that... N- to not end in a way that was healthy too, you know? So we approached a woman in our studio, Tanya, who has been part of the community for years and is an active part of the community and is someone that we love and trust. And when we knew it was time for us to step away, we also knew that she was in a space where she was looking to start something new. Um, Not because we talked to her about, the studio, but just, we knew that that's from our conversations, a place that she was, she was ready to leave her corporate job or, or at least make a change there and do something she was passionate about. And she's passionate about yoga. So we approached her and you guys, every step along the way was seamless, was not necessarily easy, but was, um, clear. And we felt like we were on equal footing. Um, and I, I trust her completely. My family, we trust her completely. And, And it felt like a very graceful ending for us, which was growth for me. Because that has not necessarily been the pattern in my life when it comes to endings over the last few years. Um, Anyways, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. So all of that is to say that that growth is a product of what I'm listening to and, and what I'm choosing to invest my time in and how I'm choosing to consume media. Podcasting has become really important to me. I discovered podcasts in 2012 um, when I found Tig Notaro. She's a comedian. I found her comedy podcast, and that was the first podcast I'd ever listened to. I'd listened to radio shows, you know, but I'd never listened to a podcast before. And I fell in love, I fell in love with this medium for storytelling that is so alive and vibrant and on the internet and available all the time anywhere in the world. Um, if a show aired two years ago, I can go back and listen to it. It just—it felt like it felt like magic to me. I couldn't get enough of Professor Blastoff was TIG's podcast. I couldn't get enough of Professor Blastoff. I found out that my favorite NPR shows, uh, most of them had podcasts, and so I became the girl who just listened to podcasts all of the time. When I woke up in the morning, uh, that's what I listen. I would start a show, start a podcast, and just listen to a show as I was getting ready. Uh, if I was clean. In the house, I was listening to a podcast. If I was on a road trip, I was listening to a podcast. I I love this. I love this medium. I love this way of telling stories. And I thought from the very beginning, like this could this could be a part of your life. Like this could be something that you do. But don't just don't just do it because you can. I had this feeling that that at some point I would I would have a podcast and. Now we're at a time in the world where everybody has a podcast, and I realize that. But for the last, what is that, six years, I've been listening to podcasts and thinking, and knowing in the back of my head that there was a space for me here, but I didn't yet have the content. You know, I didn't yet know what I wanted to say, what I wanted to talk about every week, what I thought other people might want to listen to me talk about every week. Um, until, Until last year. Until last year when this transition was happening for me, knowing that, I was, that it was time for me to leave the studio uh, in, in my management capacity, knowing that it was time for me to begin again in my own life. I, those two words, begin again, have shown up in my teaching and my speaking and my writing for two years at least, over and over again, this concept that we, we can begin again you know we are not ever going to run until we are dead we have an opportunity to begin again to start over that's the that's the beauty of yoga that's what yoga has taught me is is that every time we come to the mat every time we get off of the mat we begin again and every time we wake up we begin again really and when that became just a really uh Loud theme in my life, um, a really resounding kind of bass note in in my own life. I thought, okay, well, there's something here, and then I started having these conversations, and there were so many people on both sides of this spectrum—people feeling stuck and people feeling liberated because they've gotten themselves unstuck. And it hit me, oh my gosh, that's it. That is your space. That's where you're going to operate. You're going to get the stories of the people who. Have started something, and you're going to get them to the people who need to hear them, and that's and that's your show, that's your content, and and I am having so much fun. (laughs) I'm having such a fun time doing these interviews. I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, it's weird. I, for most of my life, have been involved in the theater in some capacity. I've been on stage or backstage or directing or producing. Um, I love. I love theater. I love telling stories that way. And I haven't been on stage for a few years. I took a job with an organization called Rachel's Challenge for about four and a half years. That was one of the most important and meaningful things that I've ever done in the world. Um, And I'm so grateful for those years and for what it taught me. Um, It taught me how to speak when I, I wasn't necessarily following a script. Um, now if you're at Rachel's challenge and you hear this, of course I follow the script, but, um, but in facilitating workshops and seminars and, and, and working in a space where, uh, there was a lot of improvisation and there was a lot of, um, uh, facilitating of, of these workshops where I was trying to get other people to, to really open up and share their stories. I, I realized that I, I love that I love um, I love going off the cuff I love I love uh, not just being on stage as a character but being on stage as a facilitator or an interviewer or um, just as someone holding space for someone else to tell their story and I did that for a few years and then I had the yoga studio and and that was a different way of holding space for people to have experiences and really that's what this is too it's holding space. For people to have experiences, it's just this different medium. But anyways, I I started with the theater bit because um, when you're on stage, there's an audience in front of you, and you know you know if what you're saying is landing, and you know if it's not, and you know if you're bombing, and you know if you're killing it, and um, and I have no idea, you guys, with this podcast, I have no clue. I'm I'm in here's where I am right now. I am in a an apartment that's about the size of your college dorm room. Um, I have a double bed and a small desk and a fridge, which just clicked on. That's probably what you hear and a microwave and a bathroom and a little balcony. And I'm in, where am I? I'm in Chiang Mai, Thailand. And I'm, I'm talking into a microphone and I have no idea who's listening. And if you guys dig it, um, but you know, it's that's not even the point. <laughs> I feel like whoever whoever takes the time to listen, um, I hope I hope that this adds value to your life. This podcast, whether you listen every week or you tune in um, every once in a while i I am here to find the stories of people who are inspiring me and and give you the opportunity to hear those stories too. Um, I, I love this. I, I freaking love this. And um, I'll be here every Monday. This episode is really just an opportunity for, for you guys to get to know me a little better and, and know what I'm up to and why I'm doing this. I'll be back with more interviews in the coming weeks. I've got a few um, that I can't wait for you to hear. I've met some people here in Thailand who have just been so willing to go deep and... Uh, answer questions from a stranger about their lives (laughs) and how they're how they're doing meaningful things in the world and, and how they've overcome really really difficult trauma and um I don't know I'm finding that if you give people a safe space to talk about their lives and share their stories they're willing to do that and that's good news for you because that means that every Monday I'm gonna have something for you here um I'm I'm thinking we'll do like 15 or 20 and then maybe take a break because I'm going to have to come up with some more content. But um and then we'll take a break for a few weeks and then I'll come back. But but I don't know. We'll we'll just play it by ear how about that? I want to I want to make sure I'm I'm bringing something valuable and helpful to you every week and not just not just filler and fluff. So that's my promise to you. Um so that means some weeks we'll have really funny or fascinating or heartbreaking or inspiring interviews. And some weeks I will do this and I'll talk into the microphone and and hope that someone's listening, but, um, know that whoever, whoever is listening, whether it's two of you or 200 of you that, um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing here. And that's not true. I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing here. And I'm so thankful that you're listening. I'm so thankful for the comments and the feedback and the reviews and the support um, because that's the only way I know that you listen. So um, if you enjoy it, just please subscribe on iTunes. The more people who subscribe, the the better chance we have of, of reaching a wider audience, and um, that's, that's a cool thing to do. So Anyways, folks, thank you so much. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for showing up. And um, and I'll be back next week uh, with an interview. And I can't wait for you guys to hear it. I, uh, I may give you a little teaser between now and then. Um, but for now, that's what I've got for you guys. And I hope you have a wonderful afternoon or evening wherever you are in the world. Go do something today that makes you feel alive. And uh, if you're not really sure what that is... Go to Starbucks and buy someone's coffee, or go to Kroger and buy someone's groceries. Um, or if you don't have money to spare, uh, call your mom and tell her you love her, or your grandma, or your brother, or somebody who needs to hear it. Um, if you don't know what's going to make you feel alive today, then then do something kind for someone else, and that'll that'll do the trick. All right, guys, have a great one. We'll talk to you next week.